Tonight's show is brought to you by Sinar Jameis Fleet Systems. Due to recent galactic events, the First Order needs all hands on deck to secure its foothold in the galaxy. Whether this means helping build the latest TIE SF space superiority fighter to come off the line, or to develop the next generation of Star Destroyer beyond the legendary Resurgent class, Sinar Jameis is a job for you. Contact your local Sinar Jameis office via Hallnet or in person to find out which jobs we have available today. Sinar Jameis Fleet Systems, helping bring peace through superior firepower. As always is your co-host, Jim. What? <laughs> Technical difficulties all around. Oh my God, yes. And, uh... No, but did I say that? I thought I said Jim. Sorry. Co-host Hunter. So we have Jim and Hunter. Hi, guys. Uh. Well, I I no longer have the obligation to say the funny thing. You you are under no obligation to say the funny thing. The pressure is off, sir. uh, <laughs> uh, friends, we so we apologize. We're a few. We're about twenty minutes late. Our guest was having some trouble with Mumble for some reason. We're not sure why, and so we got on Skype. And now we have found we cannot record any longer via Skype. We found some solutions. We had previously had a program or two we could use to record Skype, and then Skype updated itself and broke everything. So now. We have to rely on the audio of YouTube, which is great because uh, <laughs> now it's all on me. Uh, so we apologize for the delay. We apologize if this show sounds a little funky on the MP3. It's because Jim is not recording himself. It's because we're using the MP4 I'm going to be downloading from YouTube to give to Jim <laughs> oh my God, to make the MP3. So audio folks. I apologize in advance. Uh, we have a guest this week um, calling from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, the chief creative officer of Nefarious Dimensions. Did I say that right? Uh, I believe it's Nefarious Dimensions. I just have NDI here. Uh, Clinton Bowman. Hello, guys. How's it going? It's, well, you know, you've been through the thick of it with us. It's go- <laughs> we're, we're happy we're going now. Yeah, just having fun working through technical Oh my god. That's the life of a game developer. There's always something goes wrong. It's almost like actually being on a real spaceship. Shit goes down. <laughs> oh god, it's the Tharsis ship. Oh no. It's 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 fun until someone it's it's fun until someone uh until someone has to roll and someone only has one die left. And then we're fucked. Okay, hang on. Someone's saying we're real. Qu- Clinton's real quiet. So let me see if I can turn up because it's all coming through me. So let me uh, change. Let me up my sound a little bit here. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, it's already up so far. Let me up that that a little bit. Okay. Um, wow. So apparently Clinton is inaudible. Oh my god. <laughs> Clinton, you might need to go in Skype settings and turn up your um, your microphone. Anyway, yeah, sorry, folks. We can hear him just fine. Whoa, but apparently you guys can't. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, can you hear me now? Oh, that sounds much. That sounds louder. That, that to me, anyway. Okay. I, I guess I'll just start yelling. I guess. 
Can Canadians yell? They're so nice. Can are Canadians capable of yelling? Or maybe I'm just too... Presumably too polite. <laughs> too polite. Can you... Okay, apparently you're still... Okay, apparently you're still quiet. Hang on, let me... Let me do one thing here. It's on you, Brian, because... No, it is on me. Yes, hang on a second. I'm going to... Okay, Skype is very low. I'm going to turn it up a bit. Yeah, it was really low. It was like 20-something in the mixer. So now I got it up to... Clint, can yes. you? Oh, Skype you... likes to remix itself too. Yeah, so I've got it up much louder now. So, uh, <laughs> so yes, Canadians can yell. Thank you, Will. Uh, Will, where are you in Canada? Because uh, Clinton here is in on uh, in Ontario, Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, I know Will. Will, Will from yeah, Will from Canada, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Will. Okay, I, I don't want to get too loud because it's going to blow out my goddamn ears. Uh, wow. So, I'm sorry, folks. We did not expect this. Uh, we're kind of work. We're... We never expect the Spanish Inquisition. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian whatever. Inquisition? Yeah, whatever's happening. Blame, blame the Canadian. It's, it's my fault. <laughs> okay, so I've got the sound turned up. I've got, no, I've got the sound turned up, so let me turn my sound in Skype down a little bit. Uh, so, cause apparently I'm super loud and everyone else is not, uh, can you guys on Skype still hear me? Can you still hear me? Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Okay. But so, <laughs> what? Loud and clear. okay. So maybe if I turn myself down a little bit in Skype, Oh, in Skype, things, things are just falling everywhere. Okay. I'm going to try and talk a little quieter. I'm going to I'm going to turn on my NPR voice tonight on fresh air. We talked to Clinton Bowman of – this is Terry Gross. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so At least you're not Ira Glass or whatever. You know. I love Ira Glass, actually. I do too, but he's not I, I could not. I could not do uh, – I've turned my – oh, my God. Hang on a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, meanwhile, I'm just mining asteroids. So, um, so yeah, let me – what are my levels at? Okay, I can't turn my 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 level in Windows is eight. I don't think I can really turn that down anymore. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's eight. Yeah. Oh my God, what is Sounds going? Sounds fine to me. I'm not even sure what's so. So what's going on is in OBS, you have the sound from the PC lower than your sound. Well, I'm turning. I'm actually turning the sound in OBS for my microphone down, but I'm leaving right. the desk. I'm leaving the desktop audio up. Right. That's that's the combo that you need. It's not a Skype thing. It's the OBS. Apparently, now someone's saying they're you're barely loud enough to hear, and Brian's voice is perfect. Oh my God! What? Hang on a second. This is so. This is... <laughs> How's this to India? In fact, I think because apparently now I'm too quiet. Okay, they can they could do this in Bangalore for half the cost. <laughs> let me turn Skype up all the way because this is. Let me just turn everything up here. Everything, all the volumes going up, all of them. Oh my God. Okay, hang on, guys. We're working on it. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I really haven't changed anything on my mic, so I don't know what's going on. So we're we're just gonna keep playing with this until we get it working. Um, but friends, my friends, there are many of you in the in the chat. Um, um, 
so thank you for joining us, everyone. We're here to talk about a uh, detailed mining game called Planetary Prospectors Arm. What does what does the arm stand for? It's the arm on the ship. Us. Well, yes, actually, a couple of things. It is an arm, but it's also the arm is like our Excalibur. Um, it stands for Asteroid Resource Mining. That's what the acronym stands for, and, and it's accredited to uh, our partner, the uh, Canada's for the discovery. We had the Canada arm that reached out and, you know, kind of uh, just our uh, contri- contribution towards the space program. Oh, that, um, that was a part of. <laughs> that was the uh, arm on the space shuttle, right? That was a Canadian. <laughs> that was Canadian, right? Right, because you can always count on the Canadians to scratch your back, and they had a a space arm for it. <laughs> I took a it's pillow. The giant, it's the giant Canadian back scratcher. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing how the arm. Oh, the back scratcher. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's good to pat or scratch one on the back, and uh, it's nice to be next to our next door to our our uh, fine neighbors to the south. And uh, it's great that we can go to space together. And uh, you know, just kind of like in Star Trek, we can go beyond the stars. And uh, I'd like to one day hopefully colonize other planets. Well. Like the likes of Elon Musk, uh, hopefully get to Mars someday. Not <laughs> yeah, that I'd well, want to live there, but <laughs> well, it's, it's <laughs> maybe interesting. Do some well, it's interesting though that uh, we just had some legislation that uh, started to pave the way for international mining in space. So um, I, I haven't actually read it because even even our own legislators don't read their own legislation. But um, what I what I believe is in it is talking about the ground rules of you know if you're going to go up and mine things in space. Yeah, how like you, the legality so. of it. I was reading yeah. about the. Like, yeah, like who who can claim what? That. It's quite interesting, and at least it you know put in the yeah, at least it'll make it somewhat legal. What, that's the last yeah. thing you want the space police coming after you. Hey, you're not supposed to be mining here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's it's all fun until somebody claims that they own trouble, the and then and then you got trouble, right? So, but yeah, so the, this Woo. particular game, um, this, this is interesting. So I, I wanted specifically what this is doing, um, uh, and I wanted it for a long time. So I was, I was one of those guys that like in the first minutes of early access, I was just like, oh yes. And, you know, threw money at it. Um, and it, and it's, it's coming along, you know, it, it was kind of rough at the start and then, you know, as, as you're building stuff into it. It's getting better and better. Um, there some peculiarities. Like I noticed, you have a note in there about like if you get it under 1080p in resolution, it'll cause trouble. Because I, I guess your scaling won't won't deal with like lower res than that or what. There's been some yes, there's some technical issues um, with the latest uh, updates of Unity. We've been using uh, the engine, and with scaling, there's been issues. And then we had we brought into uh, Oculus Rift. Um, then we had to redo all our scaling again. Um, so there has been a lot of technical difficulties um, on that end. So it kind of halted our development. Into well, it didn't halt it. It kind of slowed us down a bit. Um, but we're yeah. still ramping and gearing up. Um, it is still a bit early access, and we do plan to launch a Kickstarter really soon, so we can have a bit more funding and uh, finish the game because pretty much what we've made so far has basically been out-of-pocket expenses um, pretty much n- not that much funding but then we're looking into other ways of uh, getting through to this um, yeah so I think it's, a, it's a great and it's just the beginning and we had to 
Yeah, so. I think it's a great proof of concept thus far. I mean, it's you know, you've definitely got, you know, it's like here's an alpha to show, and and you know, people can play it and and whatnot, and you know, at, at that point, so it's like it's a lot easier to secure funding when you have something tangible to say, you know, this is really what's going on. So, I, I think that's definitely yes. in favor. Um, so it, I've I've messed with it somewhat. Um, I haven't gotten beyond the first mission, which is sort of a, a training ground that you're doing. Um, but, it, you know, I figured out the you have separate systems, right, across the number keys. So you have an arm, which is a manipulator, um, which is rather like playing a crane game, uh, which which is kind of neat. It took a little getting used to, to to figure out, you know, what where the thing is actually positioned. But once I figured out that if you hit the C key, it actually kind of vacuums things toward you, then it wasn't so big a deal that you had to precisely aim it. Um, but you, but basically, you, you take the drill, which is on the three key, and you go up to an asteroid and you drill big chunks off of it, and then you get the arm out and and uh, vacuum things toward the arm, and then use the hand to actually crush it into dust, and then the C key will actually vacuum up the dust. So that's the ore that you're going to carry back. And then you've got that laser on there for dealing with, uh, I, I guess, the ice asteroids, which are some sort of coolant for your suit. Yes, there, yes, there's a bunch of different systems um, in play. Um, originally, the game has been a lot more ambitious and a lot greater scope. Um, but what we've done is we've narrowed it down to episodic content, um, just so we can complete what we have now um, at a re reasonable time and finish episodes of uh, Fall 2016. Um, but if it's still not ready to be finalized, uh, we'll just keep it in early access until uh, this game is something like I'll be proud of and where I, mm. I can see the vision. Um, but yes, the arm, we're still working on it as well with controls. We've actually, um, we're discussing about changing it so that um, instead of switching between the tools of the arm to the drill, um, you just mentioned that you can change your bindings, but we really want to have the arm is kind of like the Excalibur of the game where you can always use it. Perhaps mm. even not only pick up brush debris, you can tow other um, craft, you can pick up things, crush, do melee attacks to asteroids yeah. and other alien entities, pirates and stuff. That's that's all in the pipeline. Um, oh. Even next month, or this month, sorry, I keep forgetting it's uh, February, uh, but we're adding in a merchant ship and the one merchant ship, he looks a bit of uh, a cross between Jabba the Hutt and, and a catfish sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're using, we're still developing his uh, ship. <laughs> and we've gone through so many iterations of different space pirates. Um, but the, the recent ones we had look water rather than in space. So we're kind of leaning more towards uh, a bit more realism in terms of style. Even our arch right now, we've probably replaced it about fourth time over. And it's still you know i'm still not happy with it we want to go with more pbr shaders uh more detailed and still want to keep that stylized look uh, and appeal to it but um we want to have it look more realism as well because um a lot of this stuff we kind of just had to throw together um just to get it running and we haven't even started optimizing just yet so now we really want to get it on ps4 and xbox one one as well and with the limited uh capacity for uh texture memory really start um, using it uh, smartly and you know, start uh, using best practices, whereas before we're just trying to get the 
that concept and prototype out there, uh, which it is currently now. Um, you know, I don't really think it's a, a final game. It's still early access. Um, pretty much, you know, we're, we're a little indie team, like we're actual indie. Um, and, and we're building it for the community. Um, and the community has been really helpful as well. But we really like to get more recognition and get the word out there so we can uh, start accelerating with more speed. I'm working full-time on the project now. Um, there's a couple other full-time, but uh, our other developers are working part-time jobs doing other things just to make ends meet. Um, but we were looking to, you know, do our Kickstarter um, to mm -hmm. finish our development and really polish up, um, you know, for episode one, and hopefully there'll be many more episodes afterwards. Oh, that's cool. So that, didn't this start out kind of a husband-wife team or – well, you guys weren't married at the beginning, right? Because I, I saw a video where you actually proposed to her with the game somehow. What? Am oh. I remembering that correctly? Or... Yes, or that is actually that? Okay. a really... No, I, I did that. It was part of... This game was... Um, well, originally... conceived this game before... My uh, capstone project, I went to school, shared, and finished my post-grad, and it was myself, um, I pitched this game, and two programmers uh, joined me and to make the game, um, but this is way back for, um, was it 2014, and we had the 32-bit version of Unity, now we're using the 64-bit with, you know, all kinds of new fancy graphics and stuff, but uh -huh. um, back then we started with a synth sphere and... Uh, and I remember when I first thought of this game, out of nowhere came uh, Space Engineers. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. But obviously, you know, we, they're, they, they got a big head start. You know, um, they got money and backing behind them. So we're not trying to be Space Engineers. Um, we're solely right now mining with a psychological horror uh, story mixture into it. Wait, what? You know, like even saw a bit of uh, uh, No Man's Sky come along as well. But, you know, they're... They're kind of like they're kind of like advanced along those terms. So we're, I think we're they're similar in some ways, but we're different in so many ways as well. Um, you know. Well, to, to me, it's just uh, some claim to still be indie, but uh, you know. Well, the the initial experience here of just being like you're a blue collar worker in space, right? So it's uh, it's kind of like the unit that you're in reminds me a lot of in Starcraft. They have the SCVs, which are your little worker drones that go out and grab crystal and stuff. And and this looks pretty much like one of those, um, but you actually get to pilot it. And, and I think that's yes, pretty cool. Exactly. Like if, if, this, if this was all the game was, that would kind of be enough. Like, I, you know, with the, the pirates and, and the other stuff, I, I'm, I mean, it's, it, it's like, unless you change the suit up yeah, a lot, it, it, I don't know how you would even fight in this thing. Cause I, I barely mine asteroids and not get killed. So that's, the, yeah, that's the thing. We're really trying to be a minimalist in terms of like originally i had a much grander vision of being like an rts game there was going to be resource management um you know you fly around there's like factions and stuff but we're not a combat game we're not gonna go head on head uh you know with the star citizens we can't compete with you know these big name games so we're just trying to do one thing correctly and that's mining if we can make mining more fun than most of the other games then i think we have a big win there yeah well and we really want to build the... upon that as being our core mechanic well, a lot of the space games, well, every other space game really that has mining in it, um, like you know, Eve Online was one of the big ones that you know that's a core mechanic of the of the economy there. Right. Um, but but so many of the games incorporate mining of asteroids in some way, right? Like you know, with Elite Dangerous, you get a you get a mining laser, 
and the mining laser somehow miraculously in some games will suck things up. Although in Elite, you actually have to scoop the stuff manually into the ship. Um, but you're still you're in a big ship and you're poking at a at an asteroid with a little laser, right? But here you actually get in a, a, um, a extravehicular suit and go out there, and it, it kind of also reminds me of like in the movie 2010. The, the evolution of the pods from 2001 into 2010 kind of looked a little like this because they had manipulators on them and, and stuff. Um, it actually kind of had legs. It was the Russian yeah, design. Yeah, there was a bit of... Yeah, that is a bit of our inspiration as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. There seems to be a little bit of a lag. Um, but Yes, definitely that's um, a bit of inspiration. Even aliens from the loader... Piloting a mech, it seemed to be a bit more, a lot more scale. Um, whereas the original version, we had different spacecraft, but we really wanted to have that mech experience right. and be able to fly around um, and kind of be, you know, like space is like dangerous enough as it is. There's enough hazards out there from asteroids blowing up in your face. It's not kind of like a lot of other games where you point and click and wait for uh, minerals to come at you. We really want to have risk and reward, scanning of the uh, asteroids, find out, you know, there's some volatile uh, xenon. Uh, if you can harvest it and replenish your fuel, but if you're not careful and you blow it up with a laser, it's going to blow up your f yeah. face and send debris flying towards the MRM and spin uncontrollably out of space. Um, and we have a component, uh, compartmentalized damage. Um, so if you start damaging your right uh, leg and there's thrusters on there, you're going to have a bit more difficulty um, piloting the MRM uh, as, you, as you would need to do a spacewalk and use the repair tool to fix uh, the components. Um, this uh, major update that uh, we're sending out a press release tomorrow, um, part of for updates were uh, an upgrade system. It's not final, but at least now there's um, a, there's a cycle where you can mine, get credits, and start upgrading the MRM. Because at the beginning, it's kind of really weak. Um, <laughs> like a couple asteroids blow up in the player's face, it can blow up and pretty easily. But if you start adding bulkheads and upgrades, um, you can survive a bit more. Oh, no. um, and that's one thing we would... <laughs> want yeah. to make sure that the player can have a fun, fulfilling um, time. <laughs> and even like how uh, we're thinking at the beginning of the game is we really want to give the player perhaps like when we go to PAX, uh, we may give the player a version of the mech. But then as soon as the game starts, we strip away that really high, like we get, we take away the, the Lamborghini, so to speak, and we'll give them like a busted down old, a truck sort of thing so it's like okay i had a taste of the really nice mech but now i have to start from the bottom and build myself back up oh nice okay so how do you call for fuel i just gotta i just gotta interrupt how do you call for fuel um when you call for yeah when you run out of fuel there should be a pink light and if you look to your right if you press the call button um ferris the mining dwarf um he'll call button will come oh. flying up and give you some fuel um Apologize. The tutorial is very important, and we've made a few iterations on it, but it's still not there yet. We're still making improvements. Uh, the community has been super helpful, uh, mentioning, "Oh, you know, how do you do this and that?" And you know, we, we try to fix that. Really, uh, find it important that the players are able to play the game. And we found that there's so many features that uh, gamers haven't even like found or discovered just yet. But there is a lot in there that we're we're slowly uh, unwielding. Yeah, because yeah, so I'm I'm, the... I'm go ahead, go ahead, Zim. I'm sorry. Okay, so the where I'm at right now, I went outside, I mined a little bit, 
I, I banged into some, some debris, right? So one of my legs is torn up and the, the suit's not quite on fire yet, which is my normal condition. Um, but, <laughs> but I've, I've got back in the dock and I, I spun the, the mech around and the camera points out the back, right? So I assume that I'm supposed to line up with that door that's in the back there. And then I should be able to reattach somehow, but I have not oh. been able to figure out how to do that. I assume you're in a uh, spacewalk mode. Yeah, well, I I'm just in the mining ship, um, but I, I haven't changed any modes or anything, you know. So it's I'm still piloting. Oh, but, and you can look behind. Yeah, so the 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 monitor over on the right hand side is showing a rear view. Um, you should. Oh, if you press F. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, so I believe if you if you look at the uh, monitor, it is showing the rear view. That is because your gear is possibly in the uh, reverse, so for it's like a backup. Okay, yeah, it is mirror, because I, if that's uh -huh. um, what I'm mentioning. Yeah, well, the the reason it was in reverse is I was backing up to the door, because when you when you initially start the game, you're docked, you know, to the wall, <laughs> yeah. and and then you get the fuel line and you fuel up, and then the tutorial, you know, sends you out the airlock. So I came back to the point that I started at, and I was thinking that I should be able to dock and repair. But I, you know, can it, can I actually reattach to the wall? Uh, um, that is something we are considering. But currently, um, if you want to go uh, for repairs, you can either repair it yourself. Um, if you have the repair torch, you can do a spacewalk and. Then if you inspect certain components of the MRM, um, it'll be dirty or more damaged. And then you can use the welding torch. Um, it'll start repairing it. Um, but we're kind of uh, uh, not having any feedback right now. We need to have like a progress bar um, and a better tutorial to explain this because it seems like a lot of players just aren't understanding that aspect of the game. Um, but easier instead of doing that because I don't think you you don't have the um, the repair torch because you have to find it in the jail cell. Um, so the best thing is to land on top of the mining barge. There is a landing pad. Oh. So if you're on fire or too, sustain too much damage, the best thing to do is just land on top of the barge, and at least you'll cash in your minerals and you'll get some credits. And then those oh, credits okay. can then use. Oh, oh that, that's the source of my upgrades. confusion. Is I thought um, you and had then eventually you can the spend credits. Yeah, I went oh. I went right back to where we started and like I'm like am I supposed to dock here? But I see now there's a little H there's a little H thing that mm. looks like a helipad. You should be able to refuel. No, I see there's a little H thing that looks like a helipad on top of the ship that I'm guessing we're supposed to land our ship our little mech at. Yes, that's that's pretty much like end the level sort of thing. You can if you sustain too much damage or if you have a full load of uh, of uh, cargo, you can go there and cash. And there's also a fuel line that's situated in the front of the mining barge as well, where you can refuel, but you can also discharge your cargo because the the arm can suck in minerals and also has a micro refinery oh. in it as well. So let's say you filled up half your cargo with clay and the other half is gold, you can use the afterburner to use a refinery to melt the uh, discharge the clay, so you could have half up with whatever you like um and also if you run out of fuel you can use the arm as another retro thruster if if needed so an emergency situation you could be out there if, if you can't call for 
for help. Um, you can kind of use it to position and use the Newtonian thrust to guide your way back in with limited fuel uh, conditions. Oh, okay. But I like the idea of being inside the the barge as well. Technically, you should be able to go back in and refuel in exchange, but we don't have a repair um, yet inside. But that's a great, I think it's a great idea, and it seems um, we should have that. Yeah, it just, it just seems to be look the into natural having like a trigger thing. or something or a way we can land. It seems yeah, to totally... be the natural thing the player is going to want to do is return to their point of origin, thinking, you know, this is where I went. This is where I got fuel the first time, and I was docked to the wall. And there's another ship that's docked to the wall in there, so it, it just seems like a natural, like that's where I should go. But I wasn't even thinking about going to that pad on the top. Now, when I landed me at the pad neither. on the top, it put me right back in my bunk, and you know that I was where I expected to be from docking. So, yeah. So yeah, that made that made a lot more sense. Yeah, Thank you. Great. That makes perfect. Yeah, because honestly, that's the part we were both hung on. Was we we got to that point, and it was like, now what? And we were trying to dock and and whatever, and we'd eventually just blow the thing up and. So, so now that I know how to get past that, I'm, I think we're good. Uh. Yeah, get past that hurdle. That's a, that's good. Glad to hear um, this type of feedback. Yeah, it's, I, I think because, you're just going you know, to have to strongly message I'm playing that. the game so much, and I totally. You know, it's it's like you have to strongly message that. You know, it's like you land on the top of the ship, not back in the in the docking bay. So it's it's almost like I wouldn't even let them back in that door. Once, once they launch out, you know, just make it a one way. Yeah, that was the confu- That was the most confusing thing for me as well. Is yeah, that's, like that's something to consider as well. But I, yeah, um, I, I like that idea. We could just simply lock the door, but I kind of like your idea of going back there and have a repair. Like we can have some uh, robotic repair arms. So if you pull into it and just start repairing perhaps you have to pay a fee like do you want to spend 10,000 or 5,000 credits to repair your ship yes or no and then it'll fix and then on your way yeah that would work too yes just you know as long as um because if you if you turn your back to the wall and back up close enough to the wall i would just have it you know reach out and pull you back and and you're locked and then it'll give you the repair option and you know that I, I think that would address all of that. Yeah, so. it seems to be logic sense. Okay, definitely that's great feedback, and I I will make sure um, it should be in the next update by well by next um, end of this month. We'll we'll have that in there. Okay, <laughs> nice. cool. Great to uh, be playing like this. If there's more stuff, you can add in or change, <laughs> take away. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, so I'm in the jail cell. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. How do I open the door? Because it says, you know, jail cell open, but it's locked. Okay. Well, but I can't do that, anything with it, so I'm kind of Currently, confused. it is locked. Um, yes, currently you need to talk to Ferris, um, and we're going to have, we have like a quest that you have. I have to correct this. The player won't be crafting. Originally, we wanted that, um, but due to our scope and limiting scope, we're not going to have player crafting in this episode. So instead, uh, Ferris, the, the Mr. Fixit mechanic guy, he is the one who will be crafting for the player. So if you bring him the right ingredients, um, he can craft you a lockpick. 
um, or other tools as well. Um, there's a, a pipe and torches, different ways to escape the barge. Um, mm -hmm. But currently, once even you get outside the jail, it, there's not too much. It's kind of like a spoiler, but um, we're, we're still under development in terms of the rest of the barge. Um, for episode one, we've narrowed it down that the overall goal is to uh, um, escape the mining barge and recommandeer the ship. Um, we are we've had a number of well we had a few different uh, writers working with us and we're still not sold on the final story and we've been going back and forth community to find out what the actual plot is and currently it's all about um, the crew they're kind they've they've been friends before and they're on they're in an Exeno Archaeal uh, dig and they're cruising about and then out of nowhere a meteor storm happens which happens in game um, but the meteor storm uh, meteor breach the hull of the ship and on the meteor there's a parasite alien that um, actually burrows into the head of the captain um, and with this it, it's really advanced AI or sorry it's really advanced alien and it, it basically mind controls the captain and takes over the ai computer oh. systems and ends up uh, putting these shock call shock callers on the crew and by doing that they erase the minds of all the crew members so now the crew members are tricked into an illusion that they're criminals and that they're prisoners aboard this mining ship but really they're all friends buddy they're all archaeologists um working together and then their minds you know if if they try to escape or man escape they get shocked and they have you know there's um spot checks like the sentry ai will come into the jail cell and do a spot check and if you have contraband in there um he'll shock the player and then take it away so you re we're almost debating whether or not we should have a little mixture of a stealth aspect um in the first person walking around aspects in order to get to the bridge where you rescue the captain um and there's a few different levels of uh not quite there in development just yet, but we're hoping the community can help us shape the game. I'm not a big okay, fan so, of stealth games. Yep. So, it's, so <laughs> it's basically like um, everybody's been been under mind control and they're in there in this delusion. But your character is like the one guy that wakes up and realizes, like, "Hey, wait a minute," and and then you try to like save everybody. Exactly. Um, it's pretty much we have a originally the player was more of a generic character not much of a backstory didn't have you know we kind of didn't have a male or female not much of a character there but now as we're writing this story we want to have more of a background and actually have it more of a character we just don't want it to be you know make up your own story so we are working on that story as well and how it works with the other crew members and you can be friends uh, with Ferris or, you know, um, Travis, Ricky Ray, he could, he could be a bit of a jerk as well. But, you know, if you work together, sometimes they may pit each other against each other or sometimes Ricky Ray might, might be harassing Shauna, which uh, Shauna's in a deep sleep coma because she ate the poisonous apola. Uh, so she ate this poisonous apple and she's in like dream world and you could enter her dream world tips and stuff because she's like a computer hacker and stuff so um eventually you can hack into the terminal in order to bypass the security systems that allow you to get to the bridge while huh. avoiding the ai sentries now um if the player does try to escape the mining barge uh the sentry droids will say return to the barge and get back to work mining and he's like, screw you, and then they'll, they'll chase after you and blow you up. Um, or if you start shooting the barge, they'll come after you, and there's also uh, laser two types of laser turrets on the 
mining barge that will actually protect you from meteor storms or showers, depending on the severity. Um, they will actually eliminate uh, the asteroids, and you can sometimes even benefit. So it's kind of like, you know, surfing. There could be like a big storm coming, big waves, it may be cool. So you can almost use it to your advantage if you're a skilled enough mech jockey. Um, but then at the beginning, it might be best just to run for cover, hide behind an asteroid or better yet get inside the barge and call it a day um some sometimes uh, a storm could start within five minutes or maybe it'll take a half an hour uh before a storm will happen uh, or sometimes they won't but um, it's just one of those things we like to add procedural randomness as well um like our asteroids uh, originally were more of a, a minecraft sort of thing uh just like blocky but then we've used different types of rhythms and technologies to make it uh, more smooth and asteroid-like. Um, I still think it looks like shit, though, because um, we're still putting new shaders on it, and we're look, we're talking with a, a PhD in CompSci. He uh, has some algorithm that he wants to help us for uh, computational shaders, so it'll make um, the physics and stuff work a lot faster, so then we can, uh, you know, get this, make sure we're on a one but you know it, almost sometimes it's like ah you know let's just make it for pc and just who cares about restrictions but you know we kind of want to have them uh, uh cater to them as well so oh, that's cool yeah it sounds like there's a heck of a lot more going on here than what i assumed because i i figured it was just going to be you know a blue collar you know let's be a space miner thing but then to actually have all that narrative on top of it's a bit unexpected so uh, do yeah. you uh, do you see on the stream what's happening with this fuel line here? Uh, it's going crazy. Is it freaking out like yeah. crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is being replaced. We just started doing a prototype of a new style of rope physics. That is, uh, um, Unity's physics doesn't really like having that chain link thing and it starts snapping um oh. so we are um adding a new animated rope uh that'll look a lot better sorry about that we were uh we have pretty much a prototype how to fix it it just hasn't been uh, implemented just yet no worries i just wanted to make you aware of it if you weren't already just... <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's whenever you start linking physics objects together like that then they kind of amplify what's going on and I, I got a pretty good idea what's happening there so it it yeah. also it also looks like the tutorial is stuck, which is funny. Yeah. So what what happens with the tutorial thing? Because I went back into the ship, now, you know, once you told us about um, landing the up tutorial... there, and then it restarted me at the beginning of you know hit hit this key, hit that key, and I'm and I'm wondering what does it want from me? To <laughs> yeah, the tutorial is actually a bit frustrating, and I'm I think it's really important thing. It's one of the things that get un um, underlooked a lot and we need to improve it um, because what happens if you skip an event it seems to go back to it but if you want to temporarily uh, disable it there is the options in the gameplay you can turn it off because it can be annoying uh, I do apologize for that um, we are going to be improving the tutorial even more so um, but yeah that's something uh, especially for new users that aren't familiar with the controls um, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they, it's we a want good to increase way to ease our, our retention in. rate yeah, it's a, it's a good way to ease people into, you know, these these are the keys, these are the functions of the suit and everything, but it but as far as like the scripting of of triggers, we're even to thinking about player, how it, it it's kind of like if you had on the screen, you know, uh, or or even one of the side screens or something, where there's like okay, next step, do this, 
and because I might have missed it when it went by, and I, now I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yes, that is definitely something we're going to have to consider in possibly even a training mission where it's just if you want to launch uh, you go into to the training and it'll teach you uh, more or less how to fly the game um, even at the beginning we try to teach the player how to use the arm how to refuel and use the collector tool and that's all tied into the pre-flight checks um, but after a while you know like even myself I'm like ah screw these people pre-flight checks you know i've done it once or twice it's kind of boring um but what you can do is you can purchase an upgrade that has automatic uh, pre-flight checks so it's like okay i'll just spend the upgrade and i don't have to bother oh, um, nice. refueling and then going in and turning off the clamps turning off the, the hose it's kind of like uh, a couple steps that it's just more or less there to teach the player uh those mechanics mm. right oh okay and uh, mentioning for you said about uh, the proposal. Yes, there was a proposal at my uh, school for the older version on YouTube. I, I did propose to my wife um, inside an asteroid. I made a ring, like a diamond ring, in there. So she was playing it. Um, but unfortunately, at that time, she was struggling with with the controls. I'm like, no, press this. Um, but eventually she got it in, you know, message pop up, will you marry me sort of thing. And yeah, she said, yes. So you know, I was happy, happy about that. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's pretty so, yeah. great. <laughs> now I, I gotta say it took a little bit for the controls to click with me. Uh, I've been using a game pad cause it feels a little bit more hands on. Whoa, there's a rat in my thing. There's a rat. What's going on there? Well, it's jail, man. That's uh, okay. Anyway, have you eaten the apple yet, <laughs> Brian? Oh, apple. No, that's that's fresh meat, dude. I'm gonna eat you the apple. Eat the apple. Of smokes for that. I ate the apple. Oh God! Whoa! Anyway, I guess you see. Um, whoa! It just knocked me out. <laughs> the spider rat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Spider rat attack. Whoa! I'm on a planet. What's happening, Hunter? Attack what's, the spider rat. What's going oh, on? Turn around and look at the big demigod behind you. Oh my God! There's a big demigod. Looking at the sun, looking at me Are from you... in front of the sun. I'm on some kind of drug trip because of from probably from a bad I was, apple. I was gonna say like, what what game are you playing? <laughs> I don't I'm know. Mine, it. I'm mining asteroids. I don't here. know. No, I was go back si inside. Go back inside, Jim, and eat the apple. Yeah, eat the okay. apple. It's on the other side of the um on of the of the bars, uh, behind the guy who's sleeping. Anyway, so what is this? Anyway. So I was I was saying I'm digging the controls for the mech. Uh, it, it took a little bit to uh, for them to click, but for the controls to click. But once they did, mining felt really satisfying. I got to say, and mining is I love mining ever since. Oh, thanks. Ever um, since uh, like. We're still out there yet. I know, but I mean I love mining ever since like Jumpgate. Basically, uh, I've oh. been I've been a fan of mining. That's what I did in that game for the most part. Yeah, Jumpgate so. had some pretty complicated mining for as simple as it was. Yeah, yeah, that's some great mining. What is happening with this guy? Anyway, um, so yeah, so I'm I'm digging the controls of the mech. I'm really now. Will you be able to like, because it's a mech, so will you be able to like clamp the legs of the mech on top of the mining barge and walk around like with like magnetic type boots? Is that also like a plan? That. That is something we have planned for episode two. Um, unfortunately, okay. I, I don't know if we're going to get there for episode one. Right. 
Ryan, just click. I think if you can we want to launch and... by fall, but that's was the general idea as well. We want to be able to land not only on uh, asteroids. Yeah, the um, the dream scene with Shauna. Shauna is that big um, towering. It's it's meant to be like her consciousness, where you enter her dream world oh. and she gives you tips and stuff because she believes that the AI is um, listening into them and they're basically communicating with each other through this dream world. He gives hints on how to hack into the terminal because any other <laughs> way, if they even speak about escaping or hacking, they get their minds erased. So she's kind of like in this poisonous apple um, that may have some, I, I guess I shouldn't mention um, there's some spoilers and stuff, but kind of as it <laughs> unravels though, pull it out because it's not final just yet and i wanted to add not only like a story element to it but more of a gameplay purpose like even have a bit of training how to how to use the spacewalk or something so it's not quite final yet um so i was debating about just pulling it for now but that's something um it's we want to you know tackle more than one thing with that it's like what is happening there it's so crazy so eventually she'll be talking to you and stuff she won't be just this big shadow with um, womanly parts, apparently. Okay, I'm not looking <laughs> at that. Hello, Lost Traveler. Hey, she's talking to me. I've been traveling to Koa ever since I ate that. Is is apple? Yeah, it's like a, a poisonous apple. It's like an alien apple. Ah. Sentient ones knew I was hatching a plan for escape. <laughs> oh. Maybe we should just have it apple. You know, I, w I would have the, the character do like some mining like not not expose him to this right away but just make him think like yeah this is a mining game oh I'm, yeah I'm and then all of a sudden like you know and and they can just like do missions right and you think you're paying off your whatever but then you just eat that apple that's over there and then you find out like oh shit this is a different game so <laughs> but but yeah I, I wouldn't uh i wouldn't let the cat out of the bag right away because because it's uh but but that'll be a thing like you know people put youtube videos and shit and it'll it'll be uh revealed anyway but but no that's that's an interesting twist because that's i was absolutely not expecting to eat would... an apple and be tripping balls and go see a giant woman and stuff so yeah i wasn't expecting any of this i thought like it was going to be like Oh, it's going to be like a privateer game, but you're starting a little mech and you're flying around. You, you know, you build up your ship and blah, blah, blah. No, apparently not. <laughs> apparently it's much different, which is good. No, that's fine. That's fine. We have enough. We, I mean, okay, we don't have enough, but this you know. This is a game about space and drugs. And <laughs> well, you guys I, ever watched like, Stargate SG-1? Like, well, there, there's really eventually no they got to a point where they had like space corn that was actually like drug induced. What? Uh, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Like, Diver's High. Diver's High, if you go down too deep, I guess, is like... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you, you get feel silly a bit drunk and stuff. Of... But I just want to confirm, there really is no drugs. <laughs> there may yeah. be stuff smuggling and contraband. And even Ricky Ray, he makes this thing called Hava, which will um, help your... Uh... Uh, stand, or sorry, your um, help you stay awake a lot longer too because you can get tired. Um, so you can purchase Hava from him, and it's almost like a drug. It's like supercharged coffee, like really caffeinated. Hey Brian, there you um, go. You need it's like that space in the morning. coffee sort of thing. But oh, I I do need that. <laughs> I either need that or Rock to Gino, you know, from uh, from D Space Nine, the Klingon coffee. That's what I need in the morning. Yeah, this this is a case of a game. We thought we were going to talk about one game, but 
my God, we're talking about something else now. So all I had to do was just eat the apple, and you know, now I'm playing something else. So, wow. so, so I dig that you've broken it up into episodes. You don't and... want to go too far different directions, and I really want to make it. <laughs> no, I wanted to talk about the episodes because um, I didn't even notice this, but on the on the menu here, there's a little calendar, and if you click it, you're very clear about what you want in each episode. And I like that because this first episode is not only this mining game, but you have to do a rescue mission and xenon gas to blow things up, interact with. So this this is a fairly complex mining sim, but this is not even the most complex part of the game you have planned, it sounds like. Because your future episodes, you're going to be able to mine on planets, you know, purchase other craft and build a fleet. All kind, it's going to be like it's going to be more like Euro Truck Sim a little bit in space, um, with Hoda support. So, so I, I kind of like how you're um, you're building iterations here, because that seems yeah, that that seems to be smarter development. Yeah, I didn't want to have too much feature creep. Like, throw up, we have a huge list of features, and anybody you know, everybody has game ideas. We could do all this stuff, but it's all about execution. And I really believe less is more. Like, even to the point where we want to minimalize and just kind of develop and, and really polish what we have now even like what we have now we just want to um we'll, we'll be adding a few more things in the the next nine months but uh you know i think we have enough here for episode hopefully we have a, a big enough fan base that we can continue development into episode two um that it, it is called planetary prospectors i don't want to be misleading um there's tech you know just asteroids and i really want to get to planet uh destructions and i know um was it space engineers they just had planetary landings i don't believe they're destructible planets but i'd like to get there eventually maybe even episode three or four hopefully uh we'll be able to catch up to their uh tech in in a couple years by that time um but you know i'm not really you know it's, a, it's sort of a space race but we're not really you know racing along those journey and through the multiverse so to speak um you know like it is in a procedurally generated near infinite universe uh we could say that but the thing is it's just asteroids right now and if you fly in and on it's gonna get boring boring so we kind of tied a leash on the player whereas if they try to escape at this point episode one the term or the exterminators will come out and blow the, sh the crap out of the the mrm and it just kind of keeps the player in check um, within the, the same vicinity. Um, you know, we, we want to add some more like levels to the game where there's space station or derelict uh, space stations you can find or go on other Xeno archaeological missions where you find, Ooh. we had an idea before, you find this alien artifact and it's kind of like this teleportation or time dimensional device that you can actually go through time time and stuff there's there's a lot of stuff we want to do but realistically you know we're indie we're a small team we can only do a few things so it's like okay we're gonna do this this and this let's just do it great best we can and hopefully uh, we'll be able to do the other stuff later yeah the, the part where i'm looking here is like the where i've just become aware that okay we're prisoners of something that is keeping us in in delusion right and it'll mind wipe us if if it suspects that we know then it'll mind wipe us. So it would seem like, okay, let's keep doing mining missions and let's just, you know, business as usual, don't let it catch on, but keep your eye open for like, oh, I could stash this thing somewhere and, and kind of like build toward the escape, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that would be That's pretty exactly cool. one of the things. And when you have tools, 
and like if you're crafting tools with ferris you can build you different things like let's say if you build a lock pick um anytime a spot check can come in the sentry will come in your your uh, uh jail cell and toss it and basically if you have anything in there you get shocked and you'll take it away but um if you have the screwdriver you'll be able to open up the uh toilet behind the toilet and stash things and hide stuff you can even take your pillow and turn into a backpack so you can carry more stuff um <laughs> you can also we're even thinking about the idea of flushing certain things down the toilet um so you could then later go into the uh, filtration system and go to the filter and grab like a lock pit that you flush to get it through the system um there's also merchant ships that fly by through trade routes every once in a while well sorry not yet this month we'll be adding it um so then you may be able to trade your minerals or credits for some other contraband and stuff you may not be craft for you um and if you have Ray travis he's a bit of the, he's like the jerk on the ship because he thinks he's like top neck jockey he has extra privileges so he can walk around outside of the jail cell but he up uh, rank um so eventually you can get to his rank um you know spend some of your credits and be able to have like free time where you can roam around in, outside the kitchen without being bothered or you can do more stuff like collect you know uh, knives or forks or other things as well um and there's also uh, things we're discussing it's still not uh solved yet we're thinking of just little mini games like uh mech racing perhaps um you know that maybe the ai is just kind of cool with with mech racing go right race around the mech so many times and for best time and trial that sounds something fun along those lines something to keep something <laughs> something to keep the prisoners occupied something to keep them yeah. focused you're gonna have wreck time you know the crit you know no i that... have uh, solitary confinement it's been recorded the the aliens know if the humans go crazy, what good what kind of good miners are they going to be if they're not functional and they need enough sleep, they need enough nutrients, and be somewhat happy? <laughs> right. Kind of the the illusion that they live in. Right. And and I like I, I like the clickable cockpit here. I like that a lot. You know, I dig that. And I dig that you can use both the mouse and the gamepad at the same time if you want to, which yeah, is very handy. Kind of a- Bonus thing. And if uh, you get a chance to play it on the Rift, um, it's really immersive. I'm and, sure. Uh, we, um, I can only imagine, yeah. And uh, the, the one main reason, another thing, why we built the jail cell to be 15 by 15 uh, feet is to take advantage of Steam's VR, IR tracking system. So if you're in the jail cell, um, you'll be able to walk around in the jail with the IR track physically and then step right into the mech and fly around um how that'll work once you uh, get outside the jail cell not quite certain yet um but we're looking into that as well we're still waiting for our uh dev kits from valve but i guess they only released about 400 uh, or so and um my friend and nc um he he picked up he has one and uh, i believe he said he was going to send sometime soon but <laughs> i'm still waiting i don't know if, if he's forgotten but uh it would be nice to get uh, one of those uh, SDKs sometime soon. <laughs> oh, Apparently, I uh, Sorry, go ahead. So I guess the new batch will be sent out to replace um, a lot of them. Oh, nice. I could see this being very immersive uh, with a VR helmet. And I kind of like the Shawshank Redemption type thing you have planned. Yes, it's a yeah, bit of be- a psychological... Oh, sorry, go 
if you could just get Morgan Freeman, I don't know if that's in the budget, but he <laughs> to do the voiceover. <laughs> Maybe we can get somebody who sounds like him. <laughs> well, there goes you Andy. Know, he oh, hasn't wait. speaking to me for about three months. Yeah, there, there is. Oh, there is that guy. He's a friend of Nanners, and he does the best damn impression of him. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly that. <laughs> you, you saw that thing where they were playing that game, and he was hunting them as Morgan Freeman. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was funny. It's great. Even reading those Morgan Freeman memes, for some reason, reading it, I just like hear his voice for some reason. Yeah. That well, there there was one that was funny, and it and it, but, um, it we're it really into whatever. And it, and it, it 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 had like some text at the top, and then you got to the bottom, and it was like, and you read this in my voice. <laughs> And then, the, and like, then, yes, was, I did. Today sprinkles, and that, that was what the last words were on that one. Today sprinkles, and you said you read that in your mind in the Morgan Freeman voice. Okay, scanner. Hey, ooh. But in terms of uh, a psychological horror, we're kind of leaning or getting away from the horror aspect because right now it's just not that scary you know maybe we're building up suspense it's a bit psychological but in maybe episode two would be more frightening but i don't want to go too much to the horror where it's just blood and guts i'd like you know um kind of like the changeling um old school movies where they had really frightening type things going on um like i have some inspiration through aliens isolation um a little bit dead space but uh uh you know, we're not quite there in terms of the story yet either. So maybe later on. So right now, it's there's a psychological aspect. Maybe it's like just a thriller right now. But um, we're still working with some writers to prove out the script. And we even started talking with some uh, uh, TV producers as well. We're trying to make like a little like half hour pilot, uh, pilot for it. And hopefully maybe that'll take off. Um, ah. we're, we're looking into a plot some grants and stuff so hopefully we get a little bit of funding because we kind of um you know there's a few of us working full-time but then a lot of us part-time if we were actually had a budget and some funding we could probably do a lot with this a lot more yeah i mean you already have the building blocks of a great game here i mean not a lot of space games focus on mining like this one does and like even when they do it's nowhere near this satisfying yeah i mean it, the horror part would just be kind of like you know, it, it, if you get caught and you get mind wiped, I don't know that that sends you back to the beginning. That that's kind of a game ender, right? Because then you just lost all the progress that you had. So it's it's going to put you back to to nothing. You know, which which kind of puts a you know a little impetus to be very careful. Yeah, don't get caught because it's not like I'm going to just start this level over again. I'm dead. Yeah, we we were playing with the idea originally. We had persistent death, but it just was super frustrating. So we kind of botched that idea. Um, but maybe we'll have an option or something later on that if you want to choose persistent death, but it's really too punishing. And you don't want to be mining, get so far, and then, oh, you died. And, oh, sorry, your mind's wiped. And you have to start over from the beginning. Like, ah, <laughs> super frustrating. Or, or what about, like, all the objects that you've collected? It just takes them from you and stashes them somewhere, and then you have to get them again. Or, I, I don't know. There's got to be some way to, to kind of, like, discourage the player from from being reckless, right? Because because it is kind of a horrific situation, right? It's, yeah. It's almost can... like they don't know that we know, and we have to keep it that way. And, and if they catch on, you know, it's... 
they're gonna they're gonna get us. So yeah, so it's I, I don't know. I I find that that pretty interesting. And you you were talking about like lack of horror aspect or whatever. That's pretty freaking scary. Like you know that that that's like a Twilight Zone thing, right? Yeah, I Would, guess it can be really fun. Yeah, if we can do it properly, like there's so many B-rated horror movies that are done so cheesy, but then you know if they just with the lighting and the mood building up to suspense, if it's done properly, even a cheesy B-rated movie can be frightening. It's just a matter of like execution and how it's done. Um, but it's really proven a lot hard, harder than I thought. Even with the writing, having even a, a professional writer working with us, and he's write, written some great stuff, but sometimes it doesn't fit the character or the we, vision. Something else changes, so we're... You know the way that you could do it to, to, to show down, the character? So can't it, but... You can't necessarily inflict the horror upon the character, but you can do it to other people that the character knows, right? Like, if if somebody, you know, if you had another another NPC that's not uh, that's not necessary for the story, but somebody that's over, like, in a cell across the way or something, and that person starts talking like, "Hey, you know, I think I I think I know something," right? And gets busted. And then gets dragged off, and then he comes back, and he's just like drooling, like he just got a lobotomy, <laughs> you know. And it's like, what happened to him? And it's like, oh, they mind wiped him, you know. So, yeah, and it, and it's like, okay, that'll happen to you if you get caught. So, so you can you can kind of like let the player witness some horror, and it's like, okay, that's that's the penalty, right? So <laughs> we don't want that. Um, but it, it it's almost it, it's kind of like uh, in 1984, right, where when he quit taking the drug and, and now he's like normal and he can see the world around him and it's like, Oh shit. You know, I live in this dystopian hell. It's not at all the paradise that I thought. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of its own horror, right? Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I think, I think if your writer does it right, you can, you can really make something spooky, nasty out of it and and not have to actually like splatter it on the screen right it can just totally be psychological and conversational and, until that moment you know where a dude gets busted and drug off and then you just don't see him for a while and it's like is he dead what happened? yeah so it's like foreshadowing yeah it's like that star trek next generation episode where they all lost their memory there are four lights <laughs> <laughs> well that's the wow. thing um the thing one of the things are that, well, it's not solid just yet, but the idea is that the player's mind keeps getting erased, although so that's so they believe that he keeps getting erased, but he's just conveniently forgetting. So the player doesn't really forget. Nor, well, the player obviously wouldn't forget, but even in the game, there's things that they still know. But because the shock, shock collar is damaged, it's mentioned in, I think, one of the day one or two, uh, the shot caller is kind of uh, destroyed. Um, so technically the player does not have its mind erased, but they will take away a contraband and stuff like that. Although, wow. um, just to mention, if the player is out there mining and they, they blow up, uh, you can go out there and recover a lot of the minerals just in case. If, like, if you had almost gold and you blow up like, ah well you still have a chance to go out there and recover it um that is if unless another mrm comes by and scoops it up or pirates or something um well the you know pirates you, aren't in yet but in a couple months you, most likely did you ever see that movie memento yes very good i had to watch it a couple okay. times in reverse <laughs> yeah well well that's that's the thing right is because that's a guy that keeps losing his memory too 
and he left himself clues and because he, mm. he knows he's going to forget. So I have to leave a clue that's going to remind me, right? So if you had the player in here, like, stash something. Yeah. So so you could actually send them on a hunt for the clues that they left for themselves because they know they're going to get wiped a few times, right? So so it's like, oh, shit, I've been wiped. Yeah, I, mm, like, I wonder where I hid that. Yeah. So, you know, like maybe up under the bunk or something, there's a note, like, you know, don't don't trust the dwarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a note under the crusted pillow. <laughs> yeah. to pick up the notes from before. <laughs> I did pick up the pillow, and I was like, what do I do with this? I don't know. Well, it's my new friend. And... <laughs> pillow. You could, um, you could craft it into a backpack. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I remember you saying that with the... Our next uh, update, we're really f focusing on the inventory system and uh, the crafting. So there are a few things that are not finished yet, but uh, we're putting a big emphasis on uh, inventory this month, along with um, we're giving the uh, the mining bar graphic overhaul. Um, the cockpit is being redone. The arm is all being redone. Um, as for the upgrades, even when you upgrade, like, say, the leg or the drill, there'll be three different stages of evolution or transformations as as you can see, physically change. Um, so that's in this month's update. And there's a few other things. Of course, lots of bugs in there. We're fixing uh, as fast as we can. Um, but that's the main main things. There's a couple other things I forgot. Oh, the, the uh, merchant ship as well. So you go to merchant and uh, buy more things as well. Uh, so that's a bit of trading. Uh, so you can actually take, instead of just cashing in, in your uh, minerals with the mining barge, you can actually use certain minerals. So say if you have a certain amount of gold or silver, you could get a discount on something like a new upgrade, uh, whereas you could just pay. But if you have the proper proper uh, minerals available. Now, I wanted to ask about this one particular menu, the inertia menu. What exactly does this do? Some kind of dampener selection mode? Yes, the in Yes, the inertia menu, what that does, it's the dampeners. By default, they are on. Um, if you take if you take off the inertia dampeners, it's basically um, full Newtonian physics in play. So it's like real zero gravity. So if you start spinning one direction, you'll probably keep spinning um, almost, well, there's a bit of drag. So you will slow down eventually, but uh, it's only for more experienced uh, mech jockeys to really utilize it because you can fly by an asteroid, kind of just use a minimal amount of xenon fuel and and uh, maximize your, your payload and your, your hull by uh, positioning and orbiting around the asteroids. But that's a bit more of uh, an advanced uh, flight maneuver, and we had to turn on the, the dampeners for, for uh, beginners because if not, it was just almost unplayable. Um, I remember taking the game to a few um, trade shows and handing the controller and, you know, just they, I can spin around and like, okay, I'm sick. I'm putting the game down. It's like, okay, we need to fix that. I see. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Especially in VR. Like, oh, if you play VR with, with the inertia dampeners off and you're spinning around, if you don't know how to, like, break and position yourself, you may need a puke bag. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I just tried to fly a little bit with uh, with uh, that off, and now I'm on fire. So, uh, so yeah, I did because I hit something. I couldn't stop in time. 
I'm all red and green, so that's great. <laughs> but I was like wondering, like, why do I keep stopping? Shouldn't I just keep going until yes, I stop? And that's and that... the fire should. Um... Well, no, I was heading toward an asteroid that was way out there, and I was trying to glide to it because like, I'm in space, and it's like, no, that's not working. Like, why not? Oh, because all these inertia dampener things are on, so they're gonna stop me. That makes sense. So now I'm, I could learn how to turn that. In the stuff fire, on. I know it's kind of cheesy right now. There's a really large, <laughs> there's like a really large uh, cabin fire, and there's one of two ways you can open, blow open the uh, air. Oh, the top hatch. The yes, to- the top hatch. Oh, uh, that's what that does. Okay. And we're, there's a fire extinguisher that you can also just use inside. What? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna but have that's to. That's not. Uh, not, not just... <laughs> <laughs> not implemented just yet. It's it's halfway, oh. well, a quarter way there. It's not quite uh, finished. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna I'm gonna damage the ship and make it go on fire again, and then I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna use that uh, that that hatch at the top to suck it all out. That's great. I was wondering what that was for, like, because you said you could also do an EVA, um, outside of your uh, outside of your mech. Yes, the EVA spacewalk. Um, it's not what I really want it to be right now because it still needs to improve controls. There really is no Newtonian physics. It's kind of like just walking around, like actually walking around in space, where it should be like more drifting. And uh, I've been really closely following Star Citizen and how they're doing theirs. And you know, if we can even do it somewhat similar, um, definitely uh, you know watching what they're doing. And you know, instead of us having to reinvent the wheel and them, even if we can uh, learn from what they've done uh, and try to try to mimic uh, the spacewalk, I think we do a lot in terms of um, not only um, just going out and repairing, like repairing the uh, mech. You can also, let's say, you come across a life pod that was abandoned. There's a beacon, a distress beacon. You can go into oh. the life pod, and maybe you see. Um, bones or a bit more mystery and stuff to be determined sort of thing. But this is like content that we're working with the community. If, you know, any idea, suggestion comes up, like, cool. Um, we're, we're actually rewarding our community members with uh, a point system. So let's say if you press the R button, um, a report bug will come up. So if you see something you don't like, if it's a bug, or let's say you have a suggestion, screenshot and also send us a log with a description of what you would like to suggest and then what we do is we get an email with that and then what we're going to do is we're rewarding points to the community members and once uh, we get to a certain level we're going to be rewarding the community with um, digital rewards and hopefully physical rewards as well um where our office is right now we're, we're working with a like a university um so we have like a nice a pretty decent office space where there's also um 3d printers uh laser cutters and all this stuff like that so we can like even swag and whatever else we need to, uh, at a you know fair minimal price if we need to so we'd like to uh reward our, our community members because like without them you know we can't really do this oh i blew myself up I pushed the thrusters too hard. I like that you can do that. I wanted to see if I could. Yeah, you definitely. Oh, I ejected. Can. I'm a, I I'm a eje- master at blowing myself up. I ejected. Oh, that's great. Okay, let's head back. I guess I'm in my little spacesuit. Yeah. Oh, that's. Back. Yeah, I, I basically yeah. I got limited oxygen. I think. 
five minutes. Oh, there should be a countdown timer, man. Like an elite. Yes. Oh, there should uh, be a countdown timer. Yeah. And, and then in, if, in fact, if you had if you had like a respirator sound when you oh. get out of that, and then the breathing gets worse, as the that that would you know you get some of your creepy horror thing in there because it's like oh shit I'm dying. Right. Yeah, that was the one thing about elite that was so creepy. Yes, is the first time thing. I lost oxygen. I, I had to listen to myself suffocate. That that creeped me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I'm heading toward the home thing. But... Tie into the heart rates as well. Oh, so I'm kind of hovering here. I don't know how to get back in the thing. Uh, okay. There should be a door on the back. If you oh. click on it, there. we're just in the process of uh, fixing the collision on there, so you may be able to fly through. So if you click on the back, we'll say enter MRM. Um, you should be able to jump back in. Oh, no, I lost my MRM. It blew up. Uh-oh. Hopefully it, you're not stranded. Oh, I'm in my spacesuit right now. I'm just floating yeah, around. Yeah, so you, got, you got five good minutes. Okay, I see an MRM yeah. just floating there. I'm going to try and get into that one. Maybe we should... Yeah, you try, <laughs> try call for help. Hopefully he likes you. If it's Ferris, he may have a good chance. If it's Travis, knowing him, he might be like... Well, I'm I'm like, I'm, eh. <laughs> I'm I'm approaching and it. That's part of the thing as well with with the rescue missions. You can kind of ch choose if if you want to. Well, how how help do you communicate with them? If, if he's running low on oxygen, or if maybe he needs fuel or damage. How how do you? Um, there should be if you click on it. it. There should be an option where. Um, that's a feature we're still dialogue system we're planning to have in like multiple choice um but you currently can give orders like follow me or mine here some really basic commands mm -hmm. um so you can have them help was that on keys or do i do that mine with you but display? also um um oh. i can't really see what you're looking at right now but i'll try to guide through um if you click on the, I think you have to click like right on the MRM while you're in the mining suit, and a, a sub box will open, and you can have, you can choose different commands. Okay, this is interesting. To move down, I have to tap, tap, tap on the on the D pad repeatedly. It's interesting. Tap, tap, tap. Just down, 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 down. It's like yeah, that's something. We're still changing some of the controls. So the controls, I think, were pretty solid on where it's, we're still fine-tuning and tweaking controls, character. Yeah, folks, if we haven't said... so very important. Yeah, folks, if we haven't been clear, this is a very early um, alpha, would you say? This is alpha still? Oh, yeah, it's, well, it's alpha. alpha. I mean, they're still building the foundation here yeah so although is... they, they've got a lot more content in than i thought they did. i know so. i know i'm pleasantly surprised by that so you are uh yeah we should probably start wrapping up we've been talking over an hour yeah, like the last thing i'd want sorry <laughs> i apologize bit of lag um oh like the last thing i'd want is like mislead any uh gamers and you know try to sell them on a game that is you know incomplete or early access um, you know, like I'd much rather, you know, rather than them get upset or, or want a refund, um, you know, it is early access. Um, there are bugs and it's more or less like in the development stage where you can kind of shape and help us finish episode one. So we're really taking that feedback and listen. 
thing to our developers, or sorry, developers and um, community members. So I think that's really important because we want to make it for our fans, you know, like so they keep enjoying. But I really don't want to say, oh, you know, this game, it's it's, it's you know polished this or that, and it's just bad reviews, and you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good thing. But reviews have been pretty good for the most part. But uh, and even the negative ones that we've had, um, I would have to agree. <laughs> no, that's you know, a good. couple of them. What they've said, some, and we've been working on improving. So, like, if somebody says, "Oh, you know, I I don't like this part of it," I'm like, "Okay, cool. Um, we're going to fix and change that the best we can, and hopefully they'll change their negative to a positive review." Um, so, I think that's you know a good way of, and I think that's really what early access is all about, and getting us to that stage where we want to be beta by this summertime. So then we'll just add. okay. Add that little bit extra polish, finalize the game. Hopefully, we can make enough back to pay our developers and uh, continue on episode two. Uh, I hope that is the case. Um, so, uh, Clinton, I want to thank you for yeah, we're taking really the time. And uh, yeah, this game is fun. It's 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 been coming along very nicely. Like every time I visit it, I, I I always like visit it and take some time off. Visit and and it's coming along nicely every time I come back to it. And now the controls are finally starting to click. I'm like, this is some good mining. This is some seriously good mining. I'm digging this. Um, folks, I do want to apologize. Oh, thanks, Brian. I slowly, do want... slowly <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I just wanted to say, folks, I apologize. We are having all sorts of technical difficulties tonight with Mumble, with Skype, apparently. Uh, YouTube is acting up. Um, I've been getting a video output low thing all night, even though... Uh, OBS is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing, and I haven't dropped one frame. So I have no idea what's going on with the with the World Wide Web internet tonight. Yeah, I think there's there's some nasty internet weather going on or something. There, there must has, be. There has, been there has to be. Yeah, there, there's got to be some kind of nasty internet storm going on somewhere that's just causing all sorts of problems. So this one yeah. is, is kind of technically problematic. We apologize, but we hope you've enjoyed uh, the content. Check the game out. It's Planetary Prospectors uh, Asteroid Resource Mining, or ARM. It's on Steam for $20 now. It's going to, this episode one is going to have procedurally generated universes with a storyline, but really detailed uh, asteroid mining that, that uses VR. It's, I'm really digging it, so you guys should definitely check it out. Clinton, I want to thank you again for uh, joining us. Um, Thanks so much, Brian. Oh, and uh, next week, folks, we are going to have the folks behind um, the the card-based 4X Gala Collider. I've talked to them before, but we haven't had the podcast. They haven't. We haven't had them on the podcast. So that's that should be fun. Yeah, and the the Explorminate guys had them on. Uh, it was like a week and some ago. Oh, did they? And, and they yeah, and it was it was pretty nice. It, they were talking, uh, or it, they were either. I think they had the guy on. They were talking about it at least, but. I don't know. I, I haven't been able to think straight since I ate that apple. Oh, um, apple. Uh, no, yeah. we, we did like a multiplayer session with them like back in September, I think. And we had a good time. But I think the game's come along quite a bit since then. So uh, we're going to be talking to them next week. Also on Thursday, if we can get it working, folks, we're going to be trying to play some Treasure Planet Battle of Procyon with, uh, with some of the guys who actually worked on it. If we can no get it promises, working. Though. No, no promises. Yeah. We are. Yeah, if you if you want, when we get done here, let's just stick around for a minute and we'll test it. We're gonna test it. What we get. But uh, yeah, folks, it's the most interesting multiplayer problem we've run into yet. Apparently, 
only someone with a Windows XP machine can actually host a game. And I, I have a, a distinct feeling that that is because of a difference in direct play. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. And, and I think I know a way around that because that's the same hassle that goes down with Nexus the Jupiter incident. Oh. So, since I'm on Windows 10, I might be SOL. But I don't know. Oh. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, thank you for watching and listening, folks. Again, sorry for all the technical issues this 